front of Iraq as well, and I wouldn't start a war in Libya. What is up? Yemen, All you liberty lovers. I'd start taking... I gotta be quiet. Wonder, this is my favorite part. We're concerned about your health, so we're gonna send you to prison. Oh, son! We're back, episode 13. We were a hotel at the 14. So, we just did. Well, I mean, we skip unlucky numbers. We, we keep them around here. And we're going to go ahead and cut the intro. I, I might cut the intro a little bit shorter. I like the longer intro, but but I like the I like the I like started. the jams, dude. That drop. The drop hits me. The drop does hit. Unfortunately, the subject we're going to be talking about today is going to hit a lot of people in a lot of different ways. This is not going to be a fun podcast. We're going to go over the Kyle Rittenhouse and the Kenosha situation i know there's a lot out there on it already but i feel like um we would be remiss not to talk about it and not to put um you know put everything we have together really and use our skills as future attorneys to kind of maybe look at the criminal complaint and in the in the uh statement from kyle's attorneys and and put something together and kind of uh pontificate over what is going to play out. We're not going to make any predictions on how the trial is going to go. Um, we're just going to give straight, straight opinions based off of everything we see here. Yep. How's that sound? That sounds good. Honestly, um, from a lot of the stuff I've been seeing, uh, mostly from the left, what they've seemed to be doing is misinterpreting the statutes that, mm -hmm. that would actually dictate the outcome in this case. And, Florida is actually really similar to Wisconsin. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Florida open carry. No, I'm, I'm actually in, and this, this is a good time to say it, uh, you know, get as time as any, I'm not a huge uh, gun guy. I'm, I'm a libertarian obviously. And I believe in your right to open carry and everything. I'm all with that. I don't own a gun. I'm not a gun owner. Uh, do I want to be? Yeah. Right now I just don't really have the time I'd like to. And, uh, you know, maybe if Trump sends us another check, I, I'll I'll buy the Kyle Rittenhouse setup. We can have that set up for you. So maybe, but just that's so you're the gun guy. You you have, you own guns. You know more about it than I do. So anything with that, I'm gonna yeah, defer I, to you. Yeah, my my granddad fought with the partisans in Greece at 12 years old against the Nazis. So his whole thing was you put a gun in the hand the moment you're strong enough to carry one. Exactly. So. That, that's been my family thing. Yeah, and th that's something to talk about here. Like, I see a lot of libertarians, you know, talking about he's 17, he shouldn't have had this gun, you know, and and really, I'm not saying you're not a libertarian. I will never sit here and say, because there's so many libertarians, so many different views, and I'm not going to do that to the party. I want as many people in the party as possible. But these gun, like, we send people off to war. You know, World War One, World War Two. These kids, from like as young as thirteen years old, by some reports, were fighting in world wars, right? Yeah. yeah. My granddad, at, at ten years old, was defusing mines on Corfu. Granted, he was you know in the partisans in Greece, but they they taught the kids how to defuse the mines, because in the mines were little ball bearings that the kids could use for marbles. In military age, what I mean, around sixteen, really, like. I'm not saying you should go to Ward 16. Definitely not saying that. Just saying it happens. Yeah. And 
one of the really interesting things about Wisconsin is they actually don't dictate an age where you can possess a long gun. Right. Uh, one of the things they were a lot of uh, the left was talking about when they were discussing this was, oh, you know, you have to be at least I forget what age it was, 21 or 18 in order to be able to conceal a weapon. Well, he's not concealing it. First of all, you can't really conceal an AR-15. I mean, personally, I would be impressed if you could. So some the really conceal- baggy shorts. Dude, you need some seriously baggy shorts you to conceal an AR. <laughs> and you can tell from the pictures he wasn't concealing it. So the concealed weapons statutes don't apply to him. Mm-hmm. When you start talking about open carry in the state of Wisconsin, they start discussing hunting. And this is where I drew the line with Florida. Because one of the interesting things in Florida is when you are camping, hunting, or fishing, or going to or from hunting, fishing, or camping, you can open carry any weapon mm-hmm. that you're legally allowed to carry. Right. Here, um, in, and we're not so sure that's the case. Like here, he's not hunting, fishing, or camping, right? He's, yeah. he's defending private property and... and uh, Supposedly. That, that's what right? he says he's doing. So mm-hmm. we can take him at his word that that's what he's doing, or we can't. But in a situation like this, in the context we see it in, without any pre-contextual evidence besides this video, you can see that he was assaulted and battered by someone holding a blunt weapon and right. another man who I believe was holding a handgun. So this is our take on it already. As you can tell, we, we've already seen these videos. We're going to go over them, and we're going to lay out the timeline, hopefully a good timeline for you guys, and show the videos and what we have right now. And yep. we can get into that right now. So I'll go and ahead and share the screens. As someone who's had like a pretty good amount of weapons training, just when we watch the video, there are some really important actions that he takes that you can tell he's what's the word i'm looking for he's not super interested in killing people he's more interested in defending himself at least in the context okay so this i believe is the first video and uh don't don't take my word for it. i think this was a video taken by either a reporter or an officer who was checking up on him so this is before all the events played out. Don't have any audio. No audio? No audio. We'll have to fix that real quick. Hang on. I know what to do. Yeah. It um amateurs. I've been actually watching I'm these. I'm telling live. you we're amateurs. <laughs> there's there's a, a stream I've been watching where you can actually see all of this stuff going on. And yeah, you sent me that. I watched it one night. It, it didn't pop off, and I didn't watch it. And then this happened, so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So one night. And then the Portland shooting, which we'll talk about that after all this too. Yeah, that was also on the. We're How about that? You can hear it now. Yep, sounds all good. Right. Here we go. From the citizens, and I just got pepper sprayed by a person in the crowd. So you had non-lethal, but you, you didn't respond. We don't have non-lethal. We don't have non-lethal. Now he's he's speaking the truth here, like, and, and I, I just want to point this out because I, I see a lot of videos skip over this whenever people are analyzing this. If you do not have a non-lethal response, your only response to aggression is lethal. Yeah. And 
and that has to be noted. If you're attacking someone with a gun, you have to understand that because they cannot allow you to to take the gun. That's essentially what you're taught. Like I, I've gone through some training. Like my dad was a police officer, and and I did you know some explorers at a very young age. Not I didn't continue to do that because I didn't like it. It wasn't my thing. But they teach you you know if you have a gun and someone's fighting you and trying to get the gun, you cannot let them have it. You just yep. can't. So it's very important. So you guys are full on ready to defend the property. Yes, we are. Hey, no, if I can ask, can you guys step back? Medical. EMF right here. I'm an EMP. You need a medic? I'm so she got shot. There's a, there's a medic right here. We're gonna go over here. She had some sort of projectile shot through her foot. Kyle is saying, "Hey, come over here. I'm EMT. I'm medical. Let me help out." So this, this is good for the defense. This is good for Kyle's alibi and his story that I was here rendering medical aid. I don't know if he's actually an EMT, but I, I think he was a lifeguard. Right, and we'll get into that. It's That's in, the, uh, attorney, in his attorney's response. He was a lifeguard in Kenosha. So, so he's working in uh, Kenosha at the time. It, <laughs> There's a lot of stories saying he's crossing state lines. He shouldn't even be there. You know, this is his community. He's working in the community, and these communities are all interrelated, really. Like, you have people working and coming from, you know, Minnesota and, and Illinois. Bring them over here. We got a medic. And then the militia guy, not militia, I don't want to call them militia, the armed citizens there. Um, with Kyle, maybe they're not with Kyle. I think they're more of the the CNN boy types. Kyle's yeah. Kyle's the back the blue, uh, as we know. So so libertarian podcast and uh, you know obviously we know about the Boogaloo boys. We know what they are. We know they like to be called armed citizens, not a militia stuff like this. Um, he joined forces with them, I guess, by by way of this guy calling him, asking for his friend and him to help with his business, with his business and protecting it. So I, I want to say that I'm not big on, on back the blue. I'm not a Trump guy. So this is, I mean, I feel like libertarians have a pretty unbiased, pretty unbiased uh, center stance that they can judge this whole situation from, right? Yeah. Like he's not a, a libertarian. He, so I'm not particularly big on the Boogaloo boys anymore either. I, yeah, I, I I'm not sure either. Like, I don't know. Originally they sounded like it was an interesting movement. These guys are, you know, a bunch of libertarians who are going out there to protect, you know, the left in these protests because the right is essentially the authoritarian state at this point versus mm-hmm. the left, which is the destabilization state. So personally, I, I would love to protect other citizens from the state. That I mean, that's essentially my goal by being a libertarian in the first place. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, these guys are doing something to help the left and protect them from the authoritarian state. It's good. Now they've kind of moved a little bit further right, and that's that's where we start getting into some really uncomfortable territory, which is why I'm not a huge fan of them. And, and you know, I, I 
think it's just different for each chapter. I think they might have a different way of going about things. I, I've seen some uh, Boogaloo chapters saying, if the police start shooting at you guys, we're going to shoot back. I'm like, okay, well, that's an escalation, but, you know, that's that's what they're there to do. And then I see these guys who are protecting private businesses, but they're like, no, go, like, you can go blow up, or not blow up, but, like, go vandalize government buildings and go – you know, do whatever you want to the government buildings, but these people did nothing to like, there was a guy in Kenosha with the, I think he had the yellow handkerchief on. Right. Yeah. He's yeah saying, I'm just, he was like, I'm just a fucking guy. <laughs> like, and I was like, dude, I, I feel where you're coming from, but these people aren't going to listen to you. They yeah. want to burn shit down because they want to burn shit down. Right. So this is the first, um, first bit that we will come back to. This is laying out why he's there. This is this is to go against what people are saying on the left mostly that he was there to kill people. He came there to kill people. Why else would you bring a gun? Okay? You bring a gun to one protect yourself, right? And an AR is one of the best defense weapons you can get to protect yourself. And you know, I don't want to say you shouldn't have been there. I don't think it's his place as a 17-year-old kid to be there. Um, but he is there, and it is what it is. Regardless, he was there. He was asked to be there, or at least his friend was asked to be there, and he came with his friend from what we know now. All right? Yeah, it, and a lot of what – look, he shouldn't have been there. Legally, he he's allowed to be there. Mm-hmm. But he shouldn't have been there, you know? Like, if I had a 17-year-old, I would not allow them to go to this sort of thing. And I don't know. Did you hear – I don't know if it's a rumor. I don't know if it's true that his mom drove drove him there. But (laughs) how could that be if he was at work, right? Yeah. If he was working, maybe she drove him to work. And, Who knows? That 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 just seems like a bunch of – But he would have had the AR with him, and that's awful hard to hide from mom. Yeah. Well, lifeguard you know, bag, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess lifeguard bag. I don't know. I don't know if you told her, but I, I, you know, that's that's speculative at this point. We have to go off what we know, and yeah. allegedly that's, from his, that's for the finder of fact. Yep, and and we're gonna find some facts out here shortly. And here's another video um, of Kyle asking if anyone needs medical attention. Yeah, I saw this one live. Does anybody need medical? Okay, so immediately, this is the gas station. And you can see the the crowd kind of moving towards, moving towards this direction. Does anybody need medical? Yeah. Okay. And uh, allegedly, uh, this is from Drew Hernandez, who I believe is the original source. So I'm going to go ahead and give him credit uh, for getting a lot of a lot of this film, and even uh, the film of Rosenbaum being shot the first time he got that. So when we play that, um, give credit to Drew Hernandez for um, for getting this these images for us. So allegedly, there I've heard two different things. One, they're pushing this towards the police line. Or two, they're pushing this towards the gas station, which I think would be even worse. Have you ever seen a gas station explode? Yeah, actually, I have. It's, it's a, a it's a bomb. That's what yeah. it is. It's so there's a giant container underground filled with a nice mixture of gasoline and oxygen. Yeah, you don't want so, that. Very very dangerous. Everyone in here is in danger for this. And they come up. 
and they extinguish it. Now, this guy right here wearing the capris and the red shirt and the, uh, and the white shoes, this is Rosenbaum, the guy who dies first. And so this allegedly is what angered him and some of the protesters because they're extinguishing. Now, I heard someone say this was possibly Rittenhouse, but look at that gut. No that, way. That's an older man. That's a, that's, that's a beer gut. Yeah. Believe me, I know what a beer gut looks like. I've seen you in person, Robert. Yeah, I know. I look good on camera, though. Look at this guy. Look at this disappointment. Just fuck. <laughs> good job, buddy. You did nothing with that push. Yeah, they're all mad. Um, so Those trash cans are fucking heavy, dude. Yeah, so there's that. Looks like a dumpster fire of a situation, if you ask me. Oh, no, you did not. Oh, where is this at? Dang it, can I tab over without losing? Here, we're, we're going to have to move this. Um, and let's see, because I need to find... Here we go. This is So I think this is after the dumpster pushing. Not sure. Could be before. We're trying to get a good timeline going. Let's put this back there, I believe. Nope. Right here. Okay. It's, not, it's on the wrong screen, Robert. Oh, you can't see it? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Let's start this over. Well, gonna go and white, say, why is he saying the N-word? Yeah, so he's white. He shouldn't be saying the N-word. Um, no one's really mad about it. Because I guess that's just the air of his personality. Maybe he identifies as a black person. Um, I don't know. You know, isn't that what this, like, I, I know that's not what this whole thing's about. It's about police brutality, right? But uh, if I said that in this crowd, I'd probably get jumped. Yeah. <laughs> like, like being honest about it, I'm, I'm getting jumped and I, I might end up in this whole situation, but I don't have a gun. So I'd probably be dead meat. I don't know, you know. Um, but it seems like he's very angry, agitated, and someone might have pointed a gun at him. That's what he's saying. He's like, don't point the gun at me. You know, I wish you would shoot me. Yeah, pretty Wait much. Look at this guy smiling. What is he smiling about? Shoot me, nigga. I'm Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. Okay, so here is the first incident, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a couple different angles of this. I have this one. I, I think I think it was a good one I found. But uh, you can hear one gunshot, and that's that's been shown on some videos. I could not find the raw video footage of, of that one. But it's kind of the first gunshot kind of happens over here behind Rittenhouse. And once that sh once that gunshot goes off, he turns around, and that's that's exemplified in his attorney's um, response, which you know could be true, could be could be a little bit of bolstering, but you never know. 
Duramax just got. Oh, that Duramax got fucking beat, yo. Damn, homies out here just destroying the cars in the car lot. Here's the mob over here. The rioters destroying the property. Whooping. Okay, so right there, and in another video, you can see Kyle does kind of like some. Some are saying it's a juke move, but it's, it's like this kid is not very agile. I'll say that. Yeah. Like he, he's very slow. He did kind of like a maneuver. Not yeah, it really. looked like he was getting out of the way. Yeah, and you can see right there, Rosenbaum kind of comes after him, and he's running away. So. Right there, it just it just seems like that's what's that's what's starting it. You know, maybe yeah. he's angry at something. Oh, he got a gun! He got a gun! No! That is not a Molotov cocktail. A lot of people are saying Molotov cocktail and saying I think the video it looks is like nothing. a shirt. It's a it's a plastic bag. It was a plastic bag with something, and some people are saying a brick. I don't even think it's a brick. I think it's just stuff in it. Um, yeah. But the bottom line is he's chasing a guy with a gun, you know? And when you get in here, there's not really a lot of places to go. So Kyle gets in here, and I'm not sure if there's anything in his way, but they come into close quarters. And we'll, we'll, go, we'll go through the, the attorney's report. To see how so you can see here, this is what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. The guy comes after him. He points the gun at him like saying, look, back up. I've got a gun. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in fear for my life or I'm, I'm in fear that you're going to attack me at this point. I'm, I'm prepared to use force against you. The other guy should have backed off at this point. Yeah. And, you know, what do you think is going to happen, really? And <laughs> it's just – this whole thing's tragic, and let me start off by saying I'm not. I don't think Kyle's a hero. I don't think uh, people who died or put themselves in harm's way are heroes either. Uh, I think everyone fucked up. Like every single person. Every single person. <laughs> just when you look at them, ah, fucked. Uh, that's just it. That's all they did. They just fucked up. Yeah. Let's keep playing. That first shot. Kyle's running this way still. And from his attorney's response, that's what caused him to turn around. You know, because the shot comes from, can you see my mouse on the screen? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the shot comes from like over here with a group of people walking. And from another angle, you can see it better too. Fuck you! See how close they are? That's within arm's length. Kyle's right here behind this dude, this dude who's in the way. And and uh, Rosenbaum's right here, the shirt over his head. Get down. Here's another angle of it. I believe this is uh, this is Drew Hernandez, uh, his video. I want so here's that guy here's, looks like he's the one that shot. 
So no, um, he might be, but I, I want to say he's running away from the shooting happening over here. Oh, I, I've seen a wide angle, um, video of this and there's a gun pop somewhere in this general area and you can they edited the video where you can see the muzzle flash oh okay see he's running in this direction away from the shots this way kyle and these these shots are coming from over here rosenbaum kyle right there kyle turned around that's after the shot Rosenbaum is right in front of his face. What are you going to do with a guy who's, who's right in front of your face, lunging at your, at your weapon, at your firearm, nonetheless? You're going to – and there's a car behind him, too. There's a van right here behind him. Yeah. I'm not sure where those shots are coming from now. And – no one knows. I'd like to know that. I don't know if they're shooting at him, if, if they're sh- shooting. Because that first shot didn't look like they were shooting at Kyle. It just looked like it was a pop. just like yeah. something popping off. And that might be the case. Right here. So this, this is huge. Legally speaking, this is huge to me. And... It's because if you get into some situation like this and you happen to like kill somebody or like you're in a fight, you knock them out and you just leave, the court's going to look at that and say, did you leave them there to die? Yeah. Or did, did you try to mitigate your damages? And did you try to like call, you know, call the hospital, this and that. Right. So he circles back to see the damage that's been done. Obviously a lot. He popped them in the groin, in the head, in the back, and in his left hand, and maybe his right hand, I think. Call 911. And this guy who's tending to Rosenbaum, uh, McGinnis, or McGuinness, he has given a witness statement to to the state um, and the prosecutors, which we will also go over. Right now, he doesn't even know Kyle has circled back. He's just purely adrenaline rush on you know tending to this guy kyle was told to call 911 i think allegedly he's made a call to his friend to tell him i just killed somebody get that motherfucker I don't know if you can hear it on your end. I hope you guys can yeah, hear yeah. that. So he's standing there making a call, hopefully attempting to tend to the wounds or help tend to the wounds. And this angry mob that was already um, bashing people's property, right? They're already in here um, with with bats. and Maybe not bats. Like I saw a two-by-four for sure. They're breaking cars. So – they start coming this way. They hear the shots, which, you know, if you're not first aid or uh, first responder or someone with a gun, don't know why you would come towards gunshots. Normally you would run away from that. They said, get that motherfucker, which causes him to run because now the angry mob is coming towards him, right? You're not going to stand there. You're just not. You're going to try and get out of, get out of the way. Yeah. 
what do you think about this? Like this whole instance right here, because this is the first, the first instance. That's exactly what you do, bro. You just run. If someone, if, if a group of people are coming after you, you fucking run, especially if you've got a gun on you, because that can be used against you. Right. And especially with that many people. Right. And, yeah. and so this, Cause what are your, what are your options in this situation? You run or you mow down a crowd of people. Mm -hmm. Which, you run. You know, and that's what I keep hearing. It's like people are saying he came there to kill people. Well, he could have killed a lot more people if that, that was his true goal. If his true <laughs> goal was just to be there and kill people, I think a lot more people would have been dead. Now, this is where, this is where we, ha we have to, we have to, we have to speculate, right? Because the mob is now coming after him thinking that he shot this guy unjustly. Yeah, of course. So, so everything is going to be based off of this first shooting to me, right? Like if this shooting was in self-defense, which we'll, we'll go over it more in a little bit, but it, right now, just by video evidence, it does seem that way. So we need more information to build on that obviously and make a good case for it but they don't ask why an angry mob is not gonna ask you hey why'd you shoot that guy and obviously they already know him from the gas station they already yep. know that he's not on our side because he's preventing us from burning down the gas station or pushing this dumpster to the police so i i, I think they're jumping to they're jumping to conclusions, jumping to conclusions. Yeah. in their own heads saying he just killed that guy, which, yeah, he did. But the guy was chasing him. He threw an object at him. We're not sure what the object was. You can and actually see it right here in the lower, lower corner. Looks like a bag filled with shit. Just looks, random stuff. That looks like a Zephyr Hills water bottle, some Cheez-Its and Onions. That's black. That's not an onion. Purple onion or red onion. What are they called? They're red onions, right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe some, avo maybe some extra large avocados. Or eggplants. Eggplants. Maybe he has eggplants. He, he yeeted some groceries at the kid. Just, and why you would do that, I don't know. But the main thing is, even if that's not a deadly weapon, he He's chasing the guy, and he corners him between cars, and he has a gun. So what are you going to do if, you're, if you have a gun and you are now cornered in between you know, a bunch of vehicles and an angry mob? He can't run towards the mob. He doesn't want to run towards the mob, at least. And he does, he's running away from this guy until he gets cornered in between these vehicles, and, and he's not very agile. So the guy caught him pretty easy, right? Yeah. Why don't you roll the rest? Yeah. We're rolling. We're rolling. Oh, that guy's. Yeah. We won't show that. We'll we'll spare the that that much graphic. Yeah. That's a terrible way to die, man. And I wish that upon nobody, even even as bad as this guy was allegedly. Okay. And oh yeah, wasn't wasn't he uh? What was his thing? He had uh, not sexual assault. Um, yeah, no, he was, he was, uh, in 2002, he was convicted of, 
I believe, molestation of a child. So let's see. Let's see. I don't want to spread any. Yeah, yeah, make sure you got everything right. That's not. The... I have to keep doing this because Zoom Zoom comes comes down with this thing. Let's minimize see. Discord in the background then. Oh, we got to minimize that. Yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah, it's him. Joe's frozen bomb. Right. I had his. Uh, I had scroll, the thing. Scroll up. Scroll up. It says it should say it. I thought I had. Here we go. And this is th okay. This is weird now. Um. So, people are typing in his name into this this website, the Wisconsin Department of Corrections, Sex Offender Registry, and not coming up with anything. Some people are saying it's because. They take dead people off of the registry. Yeah, yeah, it, they, they I, do. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but you know, it it would make sense to me. But it was awfully fast if they did, and I don't know government to be very efficient. So I, you know, but if if, if this is accurate and and we take this, um, you know, as it is, he was level three. I want to point this out though. Um, all of these, all of these guys are are redheaded, and redheads keep dying. Aunt Anthony was redheaded. Hubris. This guy was redheaded. Garrett Foster was redheaded, and the guy in Portland was redheaded. It's a conspiracy, and I'm about to start a hashtag. Save the redheads. Yep, save the redhead. I don't know what it would be. Um, we're going to start one. Okay. This is where he's running from the first situation towards the police. All right. Uh, yeah, let's roll it. Get that dude. This guy in the white shirt, very lucky. He didn't die. He swings at his head. He's not very fast, man. Guys shot someone. The guy shot someone. So that's your explanation. That's why everyone's going after him. He trips and falls. Look at that. Okay, so first, in first instance right here. This guy didn't die. Right? Because well, he backed the fuck up. So he's pointing the gun. He came in. Kyle's like... And he backs up. That is uh, instance two of, you know, I guess maybe instance one. We'll say instance one of restraint, of not being trigger happy, right? Like, I think a lesser man probably would have shot right there. If he's not thinking, you know, if he's like, this guy's coming at me, bang. That could have very easily happened, and it didn't. He backed off. Let me full screen this, sorry. That guy comes in and drop kicks him. This guy tries to drop kick him. Luckily, this guy did not, did not get shot, and I think he's still alive. So he atomic drop kick to the face. This that was a hell of a fucking kick, dude. The WWE would be proud. It's a hell of a kick, and it's a hell of a parry by by Kyle too like like this yeah, guy he, he rolls with the kick and fires 
towards him at the same time. I don't know how close that bullet was, but it looks like it just barely fucking missed his head. This guy comes in, this is Anthony, bashes him over the head with the skateboard and grabs the gun. Straight to the heart, he collapses. And then this guy, this is huge. This guy- Pulls out a gun. Pulls out a, a firearm, a pistol. And you can see he pauses. And the moment he pauses with a gun in his hand, Kyle still doesn't shoot until he, he charges him. He waits. This is another, another um, example of restraint with the firearm. We got to go back farther than that. The thing that blows my mind is how the fuck did he get out of this? Right. So... Guns pointed at this dude now, because he's the closest guy. Pause, pause, came at him. Bicep blown off. There goes your arm. Medic. And uh, I believe his name is Grant. Um, I forgot his last name, it's long. He was recording when all of this happened. And I'll pull that up for you. I guess we'll go ahead and pull that up for you after this video. Those shots, I have no idea where they're coming from. Don't know if they're coming at him. Someone's yeah. popping off. At this point, Kyle runs to the police. I would be running faster, but that's just me. He's probably gassed. Okay. Here's where I, I have to agree with a lot of my black friends, right? And a lot of people talking about this. If this kid's black and he has a gun and people- He gets saying, shot right here. He gets, like, he's done, like- I don't He's know, already dead. Like, yeah, he might already be dead. And that, that's like the whole premise here, right? Like, like it can be self-defense. Yeah, I can be here standing for him. But then I can also believe that if this kid's black, something different happens in this instance right here. Yeah. He doesn't get to walk past these cops. No. I, I don't know if it's because they knew who he was and they saw him earlier, so they figured, can't be this kid because he was helping us. He was on our side. Doesn't matter. You have people telling, telling you as a police officer, this guy just shot somebody. Yeah. They, they should have taken him in. And I, the Kenosha Police Department has to be on the fucking hot seat. With the Jacob Blake shooting, they have to be on the hot seat. And even before that, I, I forgot the guy's name, but they're reopening an investigation for that. There needs to, at the very least, after all of this, there needs to be a, a body cam policy implemented. They don't have body cams in Kenosha. That is ridiculous. This day and age, with as much money as you're getting from the feds and from the state, you better goddamn have some body cams. You see all their fucking bearcats they had, though, during the protests? I mean, I shit. Oh, what my if, God. Buy body cams for your department, and you for, wouldn't have protests to where you need a fucking bearcat. It's ridiculous, you know? Okay, that police officer. Is that a police car? Yeah, that's a police car. That's a police officer in his car. The guy's shouting. He, he shot someone. And I think... You know, the the excuse I'm hearing is they wanted to go check on the people who are injured. I don't buy it. 
I can't I, you I can't buy that because dude, dude in, in uh, 99 out of 100 situations if this guy's black he gets shot here. Yeah, he, I mean whatever that shit is on the ground he doesn't walk past that right there that black stuff on the ground. Yeah, right here. Yeah. He doesn't so, make it past that line, guaranteed. Yeah, so what can you say? Like it's we're in a tough position to have to defend have to defend this this kid who's not what it seems to me is not making great decisions. Seems like he's a hothead, but had really good self-discipline or trigger discipline here. Like I can defend his right to do that, but I can also sit here and say that if he's black, this right here does not go down how it goes down. No, not at all. Hands are up. Okay. So put his hands up and then he puts them back down. Like, yeah, he he went in Jeez. with his hands up. I'm seeing like if you comply, then you won't get shot. Like, I you know maybe sometimes, but as he went back down, I've seen I've seen white guys get shot for less. That guy in the hotel, the drunk guy oh, in the yeah. hotel hallway. Oh, I don't I forgot his name, and I'm sorry I forgot his name, but that was horrific. He just reached to pull his pants up, and they shot him. Yeah, and he wasn't even armed. He that guy was completely armed. unarmed. Right. So this is. To make a point, you know, police brutality is is it goes across all spectrums, but definitely falls hard on the black community. And right here, I will say, my friends have a point when they say, if he's black, he doesn't walk by, because he doesn't. I, I think it's not a fact; it's con it's conjecture, but I I believe it to be true. touching your gun Kyle it's the same video here okay this is his attorney's response uh, actually um, we're gonna go we're gonna go to the the criminal complaint first right yeah. I think I think that's a good way to do it so he charged him with first-degree reckless homicide, use of a dangerous weapon, first-degree recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous weapon, first-degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon, attempt first-degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon, first-degree reckless endangering safety, use of dangerous weapon, possession of dangerous weapon by a person under 18. And here we go. So I've gone through this, so I'm going to go through this quickly and just kind of give the highlights Da, 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 da. appears to throw an object at the defendant does not hit the defendant that it was a plastic bag okay so they're not even admitting their stuff in the plastic bag I, I, I honestly think the prosecution like they laid on the charges hard I think they want to come at him because it's political but I, I want to say that they, they should, have, should have maybe waited I don't know. Have you have you read the criminal complaint yet? Yeah, I've read it. Okay. Um, so here we go. Then Rosenbaum continues uh, appears to continue to approach the defendant and gets in near proximity. So even the criminal complaint is admitting how close Rosenbaum was to Kyle to Rittenhouse. Yeah. So that's that's a weak point to me if I'm if I'm the 
defense. I'm pointing that out. Uh, defendant then circles back uh, behind the black car and approaching Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum remains on the ground. McGinnis, who who was filming and allegedly there, he was filming at the moment of this, so I'm waiting on that on that to come out because that's up close and and hopefully he kept the cam- camera still enough for the shots to to have have that evidence. Um, defendant appears to get on his cell phone, place call. Another male approaches. Defendant turns and begins to run away from the scene. So they're kind of, you know, they're saying he's he's running away from the scene, whereas the, the yeah they, they completely ignored the fact that you hear the mob saying get that motherfucker. Right. They they ignore the mob, and that's a that, that's going to be a common theme in this criminal complaint, and that's okay. That's you know as as that side that's kind of what you do it's persuasive writing but on the other hand it's going to be easily picked out by by the defense they're going to easily attack those points okay um the defendant uh told mcginnis that he was a trained medic so this goes back to his lifeguard training i guess um Rosenbaum advanced the defense. This is all McGinnis. This is all eyewitness testimony um, from, or eyewitness account from from McGinnis, the guy who was ten feet away from Rosenbaum and uh, Rittenhouse when they when they got into the incident. Let's see. Da, 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 da. The point the defendant had reached the car, McGinnis described that the defendant had a gun in a low ready position, so guns down, meaning that he had the gun. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. The butt of the gun, blah, 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 blah. McGinnis stated that the defendant brought the gun up. McGinnis stated that he stepped back. So McGinnis steps back. He thinks the defendant fired three rounds in rapid succession. McGinnis said that the first round went off. He thought it hit the pavement. McGinnis felt something on his leg and first thought he was wondering whether he had gotten shot. McGinnis was behind slightly to the right of Rosenbaum in the line of fire. McGinnis stated that the first round went to the... Get to it, McGinnis. Okay, he said he didn't hear exchanging of words, which I didn't hear either from the video. Said that the unarmed guy was trying to get the defendant's gun. That alone is grounds for firing your weapon. And this is, this is in the criminal complaint. And that's what I want to point out. This is the state's, you know, story. This is their point of view. And in their complaint, they're saying that in the first instance, which... This is just the fact section of their complaint. Right. You know, they're, they're, this is everything they have. And obviously you can see that they reviewed all of the videos, you know, the third video of your complaint reviewed, you know, so they, they go through, they watch all the videos, they see the same things we saw. And as a prosecutor, this, it's your job to take the facts and attempt to get a conviction because that's what prosecutors do. So these are the best possible facts that the prosecutors are working with to try and get a conviction. Mm-hmm. So you have to read them in that way. Every every single word in this complaint is drafted on the premise that this will get them a conviction. So it's the strongest wording they can possibly use in their favor. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're saying. It's given the facts, you have to make the strongest argument. And the strongest argument isn't. It ain't great. 
it's not it's not great. He grabbed at the gun. Um, yeah. So, and it seems like McGinnis is very adamant. He even motioned. He showed them how he grabbed the gun. And even in the video, you can see McGinnis kind of like, I guess, falling, lunging towards the gun in a way. Um, McGinnis said that when Rosenbaum was shot, he had leaned in. Yeah, this is, and they they even admit uh, a person can be heard yelling what sounds like beat him up. Another person can be heard yelling what sounds like, hey, he shot him. Get that, get him, get that dude. So this, this is the criminal complaint and they're still admitting this. So I don't, I, I'm not sure why they go so hard when they, they seem to know that he's being chased and seem to know that it was kind of a self-defense situation. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're just laying out the facts as they are and that's all you really can do. Mm -hmm. I think the rest is kind of scroll down a little bit more. Oh, sorry. That's all good. It's all good. No worries. Well, yeah. What are you going to say? Cause I can't. No, I was going to say on, on the last page of the complaint, um, where was it? Yeah. When they talk about a uh, gross Kreutz, they gross Kreutz, they don't mention gross Kreutz having a gun. a gun. Yeah. They failed to mention that. It's pretty, pretty big, which, you know, and, that's fine if you don't want to mention it, but the defense is going to point it out and going to make you look bad. Yeah. And it's pretty, like, everyone knows he has a gun. So even the judge on this case, like, whoever the judge is going to be on this case, you can bet he's going to have seen everything, all the videos, yeah. and going to know going to know what happened here. So, yeah. Um, I just – it's just – it just seems to me like even in the criminal complaint when you read that, it's it's pretty evident. Yeah. I have this in a PDF version, but this is where I found it, so this is fine. Um, so right here, after Kyle finished his day as a community lifeguard in Kenosha, he wanted to help clean up some of the damage. So he and a friend went to the local public high school, removed graffiti left by rioters. Later in the day, they received information about a call for help from a local business owner whose downtown Kenosha auto dealership was largely destroyed in mob violence. So the night before, when all the fires were going on, the tons of cars burnt, cost this guy a lot of money. Business owner needing help to protect uh, what he had left of his life's work, including two nearby mechanic shops. Kyle and a friend armed themselves with rifles due to the deadly violence gripping Kenosha and many others. Okay, I think I think the people can read. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how well the quality is going to be. I'm just reading it for them because, you know, you, they might be listening to this this podcast. So yeah. reading it out for you. This is the uh, the attorney's response, uh, Kyle's attorney's response. Um, yeah. I want to know who armed them. I think that's going to play a, a factor somewhat. Uh, they might get, they might get caught up in some charges. Yeah. Um, but, but they even they even go to say, um, you know, uh, Kyle and others on the premises were verbally threatened and taunted multiple times as the rioters passed by, but Kyle never reacted. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to his discipline a little bit more. This is going to his character as a pe- more peaceful person. 
His intent was not to incite violence. Okay, you give the intent out there. And then um, as the threat of destruction had passed, he became increasingly more interested in helping people. Mm-hmm. So he took a first aid kit. He went out to help the injured people and see what he could possibly do with his limited medical training. So, I mean, his attorney does a very good job of painting him to be this character that he may or may not be, you know? Right. And we, uh, you're going to have to put a jury in a courtroom and you're going to have to have two lawyers hash it out and try and figure out what the facts are. And the, the jury is going to have to make a decision based on those facts. And we can, we can look at this, these, these facts all we want and say, this is how it is, but we'll never know. We'll never know. That's right. And, and here, I thought this was something interesting and we can mesh it with um, some eyewitness accounts and some video that I, that I'll pull up. Even in, in his attorney's response, it says that once he returned to the gas station um, and there were no more in, in, uh, injured individuals, the police had advanced their formation and blocked what would have been uh, his path back to the mechanic shop. So the police have kind of created this little ecosystem where they're pushing everyone together, which is not a good thing, right? You know, they're, they're, kind, of, they're kind of controlling it in a way, but they're also pushing the rioters and these guys who the rioters don't really like uh, together, even if they're there for the rioters. And in a video that I'll play later, the guy says, um, we'll just push them, push them towards y'all and let y'all deal with it. Which yeah. is not which is not the response. I, did you see that video? Yeah, I saw that. Okay. They talk about Kyle giving first aid. Um, in here, the attacker lunged towards him, reaching for his rifle. That's all great. That's all grand. Kicked him while he was on the ground, bashed him over the head with a skateboard. Um I like this. He only fired to his immediate attackers. And it seems like everything in in this report goes along with what we've seen. Now, everything that happened beforehand, we don't know yet for sure. I think I think that's all I had highlighted. Yeah. Pretty yep. pretty concise on Bainbridge, Pierce Bainbridge. This is the Wisconsin law about possessing under under the age of 18 so i think you would know more about this i'm not super familiar with wisconsin but okay i i think that they'll be able to finesse it on on the grounds of hunting i really do Hmm. i think (laughs) they're gonna say that whoever gave him the weapon thought he was going to be using it for hunting. Right. And he's going to say that, you know, I, I own this weapon because I like to hunt and I was planning on going hunting, but went through this area and somebody asked me to help him. So I did. And I think that's going to be enough. So from what I'm understanding also is this does not apply unless you're in violation of Wisconsin Legislature 9 for 1.28. Yeah. Which is possession of a short barreled shotgun or short barreled rifle, which his was not. Um, 
we can see here that this is this is someone selling the Kyle Rittenhouse starter kit. Now, whether this is accurate or not, we don't know, but it says here barrel length 16 inches, and in here it has to anything be less. Anything less than 16 inches, so that doesn't that doesn't match up. It's not doesn't apply to him there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, it's super super shitty that three people are dead. It is, and. And it's shitty because I don't even want to be on Kyle's side. Like, I really don't. Uh, and this is a video that came out, I think, today or yesterday of showing Kyle um, identified by his American Crocs that you can see in that picture with him with his AR. Basically punching a girl. Like, the girl... Uh, yeah, this dude, the kid's a fuck. Yeah. He's an absolute fuck. Like his sister got in a fight. Like I understand you're emotional. You don't you don't want to see a chick beating up your sister, but like you don't hit a girl at most. You restrain her so she's not hitting hitting your sister in this situation. But I will say he got checked. Like the guys recording this video. Yeah, they beat the fuck out of him. Right? So sounds like they're waiting on him, and they're like, "Oh, he hit a bitch," and then they they like got got up, and then they started jumping him, and then you can hear him screaming help. It's like I. I feel like he got checked. I feel like that's a good response for someone yeah. who's hitting a woman. Like you never do that, and and you know they they checked him for it. Now, with that being said, like that goes to his character, yes. But then at the same time, it has nothing to do with the situation at hand. It has nothing to do with uh, whether or not he shot in self defense, right? So that's what yeah. we have to get at. Let's see what what was the this is Grant Gould. Rose, dang it. I'm not going to be able to remember his name. G-R-O-S-S-K-R-E-U-T-Z. Okay, wait. S, no Zs. Grosskreutz, okay. right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, S-S-K-R-E-U-T-Z. Grosskreutz, uh, recording. And maybe that'll pull something up for us. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's go to videos. Apparently, uh, it's a soccer player. <laughs> it is. Yeah, he's a famous German soccer player. Grossfreutz. Uh, mm -hmm. I think he's a uh, outside defender. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let keep the people hanging on. So apparently, uh, Grossfreutz, or however you pronounce it, had a video rolling. I, I watched the video myself, like I think a couple hours ago, and he's right next to Kyle saying what are you doing and kyle says i'm going to the police yeah and and then it continues to roll and it gets squirrely whenever he gets shot so that's what that is um this this right here is just what i have up right now the record of i believe one anthony An hoover anthony hoover who a lot of people are making out him to be a martyr and he's not a good guy either he's he put himself in a bad situation and it seems like he has a big rap sheet of domestic abuse battery strangulation false imprisonment um second degree reckless endangering safety like this guy has a history of being violent as well so i think everyone in this situation genuinely sucked yeah like, 
not much to say other than I will support this kid in as, as in so much as the instances he shot were in self-defense. And that's about it. Yeah. That, that's pretty much it. He's a, he's a shit stain of a human for beating up a girl. And, you know, he probably shouldn't have been there. Probably shouldn't have been there armed. But stuff happened and... I, I think he, he, he was there and, you know, people were attacking him. And so he has a right to self-defense. Well, yeah. I, I do want to say, like, I'm, I'm sick and tired of the media leaving facts out, leaving material facts of the situation out. I'm tired of seeing people on Facebook repost bullshit <laughs> posts and, and basically uh, not have that little false information thing on it. Like, how many times do I, I have to report or people do, even, do people even have to report these posts? Because whenever I see something and it's like false information, I think Facebook just does it, right? Yeah. So, so I saw a post, and this is completely anecdotal. I saw a post um, from one of my friends on Facebook that said, uh, "Kyle shot Rosenbaum in the back." So it's obviously not self-defense. You failed to leave out so much, and I linked the autop uh, a report of the autopsy, and I linked the video, and there's literally nothing you can tell these people if if you so much as as disagree with anything and say this kid was defending himself you're now automatically a racist and that's what i got called i got called a racist and i laid out the you know the best points i could make they didn't read it you know it's like they're not going to read your points don't even bother so at this point i really have to blame media outlets for not being able to be unbiased and not being able to say yeah this kid's shitty but he was right for what he did. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, pretty much what it boils down to. He's shitty, but he's justified. Like like we said, it's a somber episode, but it, it has to be it has to be you know done. I'm not I'm not happy. I I'm not happy that people died here, and it's a terrible thing that people died. But believe me, I feel no remorse for you know the people who died. But you know they. They attacked him, and you know, what do you what do you think is going to happen when you attack a guy with a gun? Try and take his gun, and then I feel no remorse for Kyle for having to go through all this. His life ruined as well for putting himself in a terrible situation. Yeah. Don't riot. Don't bring a gun to the riots if you're if you're not able to hand, handle. Don't bring it. a gun if you're not planning on using it. Right, and also so if, if you're not going there to do terrible shit, just leave your gun at home. Please, uh, just leave your gun at home. I, I mean, I, I understand wanting to take it there and defend your property. And that's another conversation I'd like to have with a libertarian. Uh, if it's not your property you're defending, then, you know, maybe they don't want you defending that property. Or maybe they do. You know, that's the thing I would like to talk about as far as... Oh, you start getting into cost-benefit analysis of a life versus the value of a property, and that's just not a place you want to end up going. No, but I, I do think there, uh, there is a place for these armed citizen types to stand up and say, stop burning our town down or stop burning our businesses down. So I, I'm, I'm on the fence about that, and I, I just... You know, you're 17. It's not your. It might not be his gun. It could be his gun. We don't know. 
Um, I just think of the uh, the rooftop Koreans from the LA riots, where you had the Korea town. They were just chilling on top of the rooftop with hunting rifles, getting ready to pop people who were trying to destroy their businesses. Right. I mean, it's, it's been done before. People have done it. <laughs> they have every right to do so. Tango down. You know, they just do. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, that's that's all we have for that, really. I know there are some videos that I missed out on at this point, but I, w- I want to just go through the main ones. And if I've seen the other ones, we can just talk about it like we did. So it's it's rough. Things are getting heated, man. Things are getting really heated. I hope people calm down at least after this election or or something. We'll see. Yeah, we just got to wait and see how things turn out. So, uh, and this is this is spilling over to Portland, uh, right? So I think two people died in Portland. And, yeah, uh, so far. So far, two people two people died. Um, um, I have on my other screen the the protests there tonight, right now, and mm-hmm. things are already heating up. Even in D.C., they were heating up. So at the at the RNC, that. That was crazy how the, the RNC came after Rand moved. Paul. Right. So this is this is completely asinine. They they're this is why like BLM is losing a lot of people from other the other side, right? So you're you're mobbing this guy, the senator, because he's coming from the RNC. Okay, fine. Um, you're saying say her name, say her name. They're chan- they're literally chanting say her name, talking about Breonna Taylor. To the man who wrote the Breonna Taylor Safety Act. It's literally called the Justice for Breonna Taylor Act. It's literally called the Justice for Breonna Taylor Act. So, 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 and, and like, you know, I'm not huge on Rand Paul. I wish he was more like Ron Paul, but, but he's one of the best senators we have. Like, just, he is, if, if we're being frank, he's one of the best senators we have. And, he wrote the very act to protect people from no-knock raids, and you're sitting there, ignorant as fuck, chanting, say her name. You're just dumb. Do your research. Like, if, if you're going to be about this movement of protecting people and, you know, doing acts, at least know the fucking guy who's signing legislation to help you in your movement and help citizens. But you didn't, and now you look stupid. And yep. now you look fucking dumb. It's crazy out there, man. It really is just a wild world. I just... It's just this mob mentality and this team mentality where if they, if they just think you're not on their side, you're, you're dead meat to them. You're not yep. a person. You're evil. And they don't even take the time to know your stance or know, know who you, you are. Did, who you who, are. Yeah. The, like the guy in Portland, what, um, the Trump supporter who got shot, you watch the video of it. It's kind of insane. Uh, he's just standing there and he was wearing a uh, – I forget the name of the group. It was prayer something or other, but he was wearing a hat. And they were like, hey, this guy's a Trump supporter. And you hear somebody – yell you know get that motherfucker and somebody just throws him to the ground pop pop shots to the head executed see i i saw a video of it in portland but it looked like they were standing up and the car goes by and it looks like just some shots fired so i i want to hear more come out about that it's sad 
that two yeah. people lost their lives. I think one was Antifa and then one was this Trump guy. Yeah, it was a, a death on both sides of the issues. And I pray to God that Antifa guy wasn't redheaded again. I pray to God because the other guy was. This is I getting out the, of hand. Yeah, I think the Trump supporter guy was a redhead. He was a redhead. These, these, uh, they're, they're killing all of us guys. They're killing all us genders. And some of us genders need to calm down. You guys need to relax. We got Irish tempers, Scottish tempers, and all that. Just need to relax. It's a shame that Ginger didn't have better beliefs, but I don't think he deserved to die for it. No, no one deserves to die for what they believe. And and if you want to, go I, join the army. I guess good. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you want to die for your beliefs, go join the army. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's I don't see this getting any better. You got to hope it will, though. You know, I do. Uh, things things always get worse before they get better. So maybe this is as low as things go, and they only go uphill from there. I think it's a slow burn. Yeah. Could be a gotta slow wait burn. and see. Gotta wait and see. Um, I mean, we've we've gone we've gone over it. I think I think that's I think that's adequate for tonight. I. I appreciate you for staying up late. I know you got to get to your cou- casting couch um, session. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what's going on back there. I'm surprised your boss hadn't come in there knocking on the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, thanks, thanks for listening to this. If you listen to this, you can catch us. Uh, we're the Luchadors of Liberty on the Higher Frequency Podcast Network. I done set up our Patreon, so uh, I'll post this to Patreon. Go follow us there. We're at. Uh, uh, over 100 followers on Facebook. That's good. Need to get up the YouTube numbers. And I think I'm probably hit 100 followers on Twitter today. So that's that's all good stuff. We're getting there. We're growing. We'll, we'll climb up from there. Um, if you liked what we had to say, hit the subscribe button. We'll probably get some heat for this one. Uh, if not, then that's fine. But we, I tried to hey, be as unbiased listen, as Listen, man, as – if you never stand up for what you believe in, you won't have any haters. So, eh. you just got to say what you're thinking, say what you're feeling, say what's right, and you know the good people follow. Where your country gone? Where my country gone? That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> uh, all right, we're signing now. Get them out of Iraq as well. We did it. And I wouldn't start a war in Libya. We survived. I quit bombing Yemen and I quit bombing Pakistan. I'd start. Peace out. This is how the war on drugs is presented. We're concerned. Check us out next health. week. Hopefully so we'll get something going. Prison. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. frustrated with mainstream ideologies. If you're an active duty soldier, then these absurdly common factors that accompany being a critical thinking human being now coin you 